The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Let's Get Radical is brought to you by Avalara, sales tax automation for businesses of all sizes. Visit us on the web at avalara.com. That's A-V-A-L-A-R-A.com. Welcome to the business show that will change the way you look at your business practice, your organization, and yourself. This is Let's Get Radical with Liz Gold and Jody Paydar. On today's show, you'll get the straight scoop on what it means to be radical and how it can help you become the next success story. Now, here are your hosts, Jody and Liz. Hey, Liz, are you ready? Jody, I'm totally ready. Let's do this. So how are you today, Jody? I am doing good. I'm doing good. Um, I've had a couple of weeks off, but I'm back in the swing of things and um, I'm ready to get started today. Okay. And today we have a, a pretty cool topic because we're going to be talking about mobile payments and um, who doesn't like to get paid? I don't know. I don't know who doesn't like to get paid. I love getting paid, but <laughs> that's just me. I think a lot of people like getting paid. What do you think? I think people like getting paid. I think it's one of actually the most important pieces of business is to make sure that um, people are getting paid for that the work for the work that they do. Mm-hmm. And um, it's an interesting landscape today as to how all these, um, I'll say, uh, new innovative companies are kind of shaking up the whole payment space. Yeah, and I, I mean, we're it's exciting because we're going to be talking to one of the leading companies doing this, and I know you have a lot of questions because they use the technology. Well, I won't say it right now. I'll let I'll let our guests tell the the technology that they use. But um, yeah, it's pretty exciting because I'm sure you you deal with this a lot as a CPA. You know, your clients or your customers getting paid or not getting paid, and how you can make it easier for them because it is kind of complicated because it's it's hard to get paid it's expensive there are a lot of fees it could take forever well Um, and yeah I think the whole idea now too is is that um everything is going via technology as opposed to the bank right like people aren't going to banks anymore so it's a whole new um idea of payments so um so I'm excited about today's show so before you know, um, we go off on any more challenges. Um, <laughs> I want to introduce our guest today because I'm really excited to have him. And our guest is Marwan Forsley. And he was the, well, he's currently um, the co-founder of Veeam, which is a mobile payment solution. It's internationally driven. And um, prior to that, he was the CEO of eBillMe, which was an online payment solution and he sold it to Western Union. So oh, I think wow. a lot of people are familiar with what Western Union is. Um, and there he was on their digital payments team. And um, really, he's just an entrepreneur working to improve payment systems all around. So um, without any further ado, I'd like to welcome Marwan to our show. And um, so welcome. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. Hi. It's so exciting to have Hi. you. So, so, 
Yeah, so tell us about, let's kick it off, and why don't you tell us about Veeam and, and what Veeam does and who it serves? Yeah, thank you. So Veeam is a way to enable simple global payments for businesses. You know, one of the things you mentioned, it's really difficult to pay and get paid, and that's exactly the solution we wanted to provide in the market right now. When you, let's say you're a company here in, in the U.S. and you want to pay your supplier in Europe, uh, it's such a difficult process. You have to go to the bank, fill this wire form. Uh, you have to collect so much information about the receiver, the receiver's name and address and the bank intermediary name and address and the SWIFT codes. you got to figure out the currency pairs, and then you have to pay this wire fee, and then after that, you got to figure out the U.S. euro exchange rate and then you send the, the, the money that you owe to your supplier, and you don't really know what happens to that money until the supplier tells you, I have your money. And it's right. sort of a strange concept because we're in 2017, and you can track your status on airplanes, you can track your shipment on FedEx, you can track your pizza delivery. For some reason, you can't track this wire that you sent to your supplier in Europe. And it's such a large industry. I mean, every year there's like $26 trillion of dollars that move on bank wire. And a lot of it functions like that. You're just a payer. It's complicated for the payer to send their money. And they don't know what happens to that money until the receiver tells them, hey, I have it. And equally difficult is the receiver part of the equation because you, you as a receiver don't really know when you're going to get paid. You don't know when you're going to ship or, or service your customer. You have to constantly check the bank account to make sure, is there money in my, in my bank account? And after you discover that there's money in the bank, you, ha- you realize that you lost a bunch of money because of foreign exchange. You have to pay this wire receive fee for the luxury of having money deposited in your bank account. You don't know the money that got deposited, what invoice does it belong to? So you're like invoicing all your yeah. buyers and money sending the bank account. You're not really sure which money belongs to what invoice. And you, you still have to reconcile it on the back end. You've got to figure out that this money belongs to that invoice and put it together in whatever accounting package you use, like QuickBooks or Zero or any, any, any other package that you use on the back end. So that, that whole thing makes it very complicated, and it's more complicated than it should be. And so what we're doing is trying to simplify this whole thing so that when you're moving money around, it's kind of like paying for coffee. You, know, you don't think about it when you pay for coffee. You just do it. Same idea here. So, so you have to go through all of that just for one transaction, and it and it doesn't matter if you're a small business or a large business. It's you have to go through all of those steps to just pay your vendor or um, internationally, or even I know you you can pay in in within the United States. Is that right too? That, that's correct. Right. I mean, anytime you're using bank wire, you, whether it's your business, small or large, even if you're a consumer, uh, if you've lately used the bank wire, I mean, that's what you have to go through to, yeah. move, to, to move this money. And it's, it's sort of like a strange it's, thing because everything is getting simpler, it's getting automated. Um, this process is still old-fashioned, designed for, uh, you, you know, decades ago it was invented and, and it's due to the way the banking environment is structured with correspondent banks controlling the way money flows around the world. And so whether you're doing it domestically or international, whether you're doing it for business or consumer, it's the same process, but just variations of degrees of difficulty. And what we're doing is really simplifying this whole thing, making, making it 
a lot simpler, making it modern, have a very different look and feel, and doing it across devices, whether that's you know web based or mobile based. Because you you know you should be able to pay your supplier, uh, you know, in Germany from the beach. Why why do I have to show mm-hmm. up to the bank to do it? Yeah, I thought that was already happening. So I guess I get it's kind of shocking that people have to go to the bank and fill out forms and like, um, you know, just as p- one part of the process to get money to their people. So well, I, yeah, to me ahead. too, it's so expensive, especially when you're looking at smaller size payments. Mm. So I mean, if you're wiring a hundred thousand yeah. dollars, yes, it's expensive. But if you're wiring two thousand dollars, it's exponentially that much more expensive. And when you look at small businesses, a lot of small businesses make a lot of smaller payments overseas now than I think they used to in years past. Yeah, a lot of these businesses are paying their suppliers, they're paying paying contractors that that are helping them out. They're moving money between bank accounts that they own. And they're just looking for a really simple way to do it. They kind of don't want to think about it. It's too complicated for them. If I'm you know, shipping T-shirts or books or, you know, um, uh, furniture, whatever it is I'm doing, I'd rather focus on selling and and servicing and focus on my business than trying Mm -hmm. to figure out how BankWire works and why it takes so long to do a transaction. That's not what Mm -hmm. the businesses want. The businesses want a really simple way to do it. So take us back to the very beginning of Veeam. How did it come about? How, how did you um, create it? Who was with you? What's the story? Yeah, so we, we started, I, I used to, as you mentioned, I used to be at Western Union. I, I ran e-commerce for them. I had my own company called eBillMe that sold to them. And uh, after two years, I just wanted to go back to, um, to the startup world. And so I teamed up with my co-founder, created version one of the product. And essentially, version one was really designed to verify that there's a market and there's a fit. So the, the key goal there was, you know, to create a model where we can demonstrate to the customer that there's a simple way to move this money around. One of the things that was really innovative is the idea of using new technologies to move the funds. So we, we were one of the pioneers of, of the idea of using the blockchain. Um, if you're familiar with the blockchain, it's really the, the infrastructure the technology behind Bitcoin and some of the crypto algorithms that exist in the market. And so we leveraged the blockchain to essentially uh, move money from country A to country B. And, and the key goal at the start of the company is A, to make sure that we can use this new technology because it's really revolution, revolutionary and it's like, you know, we're pioneering the use of that medium to move money. And the second thing is to make sure that we can save time and money to the, to the business user so that there's concrete evidence that this process is going to be a lot simpler than their bank wire process. So once we got that part down, we then started to get more customers, get more business, uh, we started scaling it, we started raising more money, and, and now we're at a very different stage. I mean, it took almost two and a half, three years to, to get there, but it's, it's now at a very different stage where we know like we're solving a key pain point in the market. It's a large pain point, and we're going at addressing it and, and providing a very different solution to the market. Yeah, and we're going to dig into more of this, but we need to take a quick break. So stay tuned. We're talking with Marwan Forsley. He's the CEO of Veeam. Stay tuned. Mm-hmm. 
From the boardroom to you. Voice America Business Network. Tax compliance can be a pain for businesses, but Avalara's powerful tax automation technology simplifies sales tax and other business taxes with real-time tax calculation and automatic return filing. It's simple to get started because Avalara works inside your accounting, e-commerce, and point-of-sale systems. That's why thousands of the world's best businesses outsource their tax compliance with Avalara. Shouldn't you too? Learn more at Avalara.com. That's A-V-A-L-A-R-A.com. Advance and evolve. Liz Gold, owner of Rhino Girl Media, provides a wide range of services to those looking to get their message out into the world. Her specialty is simplifying the complex, finding the juice in any story, and helping people find their voice. Rhino Girl Media is a communications and media company that promotes the innovative and creative work of business people, independent artists, and nonprofit organizations. For writing, editing, blog posts, web content, press releases, branded content, and consulting, visit rhinogirlmedia.com. Are you a small business ready to work remotely with a CPA who is passionate and radical? New Vision CPA Group is a firm that understands the latest cloud technologies and will work with you for a fixed monthly price. We understand that tax and accounting are important, but the everyday insight into your financial data that helps you make critical financial decisions is priceless. We're with you every step of the way at New Vision CPA Group. Visit newvisioncpagroup.com today for more information. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You're listening to Let's Get Radical with Jody Paydar and Liz Gold. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-790. You may also send an email to Jody and Liz at letsgetradical.org. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. You're listening to Let's Get Radical. Our guest today is Marwan Forsley. He's the CEO of Veeam. And we're talking about payment processing and how they are basically disrupting the banking industry by creating this company that makes it so much easier and so much less uh, expensive, (laughs) less expensive to uh, send payments globally. So Marwan, so tell me, how did you get into payment processing? Are you, and and what key? Because you've been in it for a while, and you know how do how do you keep the passion alive? Yeah, that's very very good uh, question. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've been in it not only for a while, but but also covering different parts of it. I mean, I've been in e-commerce and consumer to consumer, consumer to business transactions, and then lately, business to business transactions. And it's a fascinating space. You know, it's uh, it's a it's an area where it has not seen uh, that much innovation in the past decades. And so it's, it's an area that's ripe for disruption and for different approaches. And, and it's fueled by technology because, you know, a lot of this uh, stuff, a lot of these services have been controlled by traditional um, establishment players like banks mm-hmm. and fairly large payment processors. And with new technology that, that is in place in the market, it gives the opportunity for 
new entrants to leverage this new technology to come up with a simpler way of doing things. And so that's what we're doing. We're leveraging new technology to provide a very different experience to the user, a simplified experience. Instead of taking you 30 minutes to do a bank wire, you can do it in 30 seconds. That's because there's new technology that we can use to bypass processes that exist within the banking infrastructure that makes it less efficient to move money around. And so mm-hmm. the, really the, the, the passion here and what, what makes it interesting is because the, the environment is ready for disruption, and it's an environment that's going to see disruption for a very long time. What's also interesting about it, it's, it's you see the change and the impact of that change to the lives of the user. You know, these small businesses that be... Uh, tailored to, they, they work really hard, they uh, are um, uh, busy during the day making sure that their business is running, and what we're doing is giving them tools to simplify their life and they will return money to their bottom line, and when you see that happen, it's very satisfying, it makes the work you do, uh, it has a goal, and that goal is to, to, to make it better for the small business user to, to do something that's not efficient today. Can you give an example of how that, um, you, you know, how your, how Veeam has impacted a small business? You know, maybe they were using, you know, they were going through the old bank transfer process and now they're using Veeam and it's just like, you know, it's like a different world for them. Do you have an example that you can share? Yeah. So, so think of, think of, uh, for example, a, a small business user that's moving money to, to again, a country, Brazil. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, you're, you're paying $40 to do a bank wire on average. That's sort of the average price to, to do a wire. Um, the receiver pays about $20 to receive that wire. And then you lose about, you know, anywhere from 2% to 5% in foreign exchange fees along the way for that money to move. So if you're, uh, you know, sending $10,000, that's like, you know, a few hundred dollars to move that money around from U.S. to, to Brazil. With with our system, there's no fee to move the money. There's no fee to receive the money. And then we make money on foreign exchange fees, and they tend to be priced uh, much cheaper than the bank. They're anywhere between 1% to 1.9%, ends up being about half the price compared to mm-hmm. bank wire. But not only that, it takes like 30 minutes to do that bank wire to Brazil. It takes a 30, 30 seconds to do it on Zinc. So all you need is the email address of the counterparty, of your supplier in Brazil. You need the amount of money you're sending them. So let's say you, you want to move the money to Brazil. You say, here's the email address of the receiver. Here's $10,000 USD, pay. The receiver gets real deposited in their bank account. That's what we're talking about. It's a really simple process. So the, the material benefits to the, to the business comes in, first of all, time, their time, to make mm-hmm. sure that this transaction is done simpler than what they do today. Then the, the, then the cost... And then how long it takes for the money to actually show up to the receiver. And the faster the and, payment makes it to the receiver, the more likely they're going to get service faster. And so it has and a have number you of found benefits to the that, user. So have you found that small businesses are accepting of this? So what's interesting to me is the marketplace is obviously ripe for disruption, but yet banks kind of have that uh, steady, tried and true money thing, right? So you're using yep. a new technology and you're like on the internet, right? And um, have small businesses been okay to say, okay, to adopt you taking money out of their account and sending it like far overseas 
um, to somebody else's bank account? I because I, I would trust you, but I guess I would think like regular um, Main Street America might have a little bit of a hard time with that. So how is like adoption and, and stuff like that going with the trust factor? Well, so adoption is like any new technology. It, it, it takes time for that technology to propagate to different users, uh, but it does propagate fast. I mean, you know, uh, think about like all the new tools in the market. Ten years ago, there was no Facebook, no LinkedIn, uh, no Google, no Apple, no iPhones. I mean, in 10 years, look what happens. Um, it, it, in 10 years ago, there was a lot of banks, and the banks still exist, and they will exist in the future. It's just some of the work that they do is going to be disrupted by innovative, nimbler, uh, different uh, providers. And, and so if you look at uh, the credit card uh, industry, it was all controlled by the banks. Now all the card payment processing really happens with third-party payment processors. Same thing with lending. All the lending has been done by the banks. You're seeing more and more disruption within the lending industry, like Lending Club and Prosper and uh, all, all these other uh, you know, providers in the market that are um, quicker to, to, uh, to provide a service at a cheaper cost. Uh, and you're, still, you're going to see the same thing happen in, in uh, bank wire payments. It's going to be more... Uh, players that are uh, called third-party processors that are really leveraging technology to provide a very different experience. It's kind of like, you know, Uber versus taxi. I mean, they're very different experiences. And so Mm -hmm. what we're doing is it's kind of like that. I mean, you you know, think of the bank wire as kind of like taxi and think of like this process as a a modern um, experience and then a very different experiences. Now, it doesn't mean that everybody's going to take it like right, right from day one. It, it does take time to uh, propagate that idea and that message to business users who then when they try it, they like it and they use it and then they start increasing the amount of payments they do on it. And so that process has its cycle. But that's how these things happen. But do you think that small businesses know, I mean, even though we've trusted banks, right, for years and years and decades and decades, do you think that small businesses know that their money is being passed through all these intermediary banks and that they're being, you know, I mean, they they see the fees, right? But do they they know sort of what's going on behind the scenes? You know, um, I'm just curious. They don't really know, and and I'm not sure they care. What they they look at is basically cost. So I'm seeing all right. these charges on my bank statement, like wire initiation fees. And, and then the right. foreign exchange part, if they dig into, uh, into this, they, they'll find out they'll be very surprised and sometimes angry at how much, they, how much the bank is charging them. And, they, and it's sort of one of these things where if you're not paying attention, you won't notice. So you kind of have to do some homework right. to figure out how much you right. are charged on your foreign exchange fees. And then one, what so, they also see is time. It takes time for their money to make it to the receiver. These are very visible things. And then they also mm-hmm. see that, you know, for this transaction to complete, I had to do so much work. These are all, like, visible things that the user has to go through for that mm-hmm. money to leave their bank account and arrive at their supplier's bank account. Mm-hmm. So is there a sweet spot client that Veeam really uh, attracts? You know, like, is, there a, is it a size? Is it a demographic? Or it, does it sort of run the gamut of who's using Veeam? Well, generally, it, it applies to anybody that's doing uh, bank wire. Um, that's, yeah. That's, that's generally. Now, we do have uh, segments of the market that are 
heavy users of, of Veeam. So we, we do a lot of with, with tech companies. So, you know, um, hardware, gadgets, IoT, um, uh, ETL. ETL is a, is a fairly big segment. Uh, tech in general, they, they, they love new technology and they like um, the, the, the service that we provide to them. We have wineries, galleries, import, export, retail, clo- and, and, and clothes manufacturer. These are all examples of uh, customers that use Beam, and they, they like it and they use it, and the repeat rates are really high. They, they, they use it and they use it again. So, so what would you say, um, you know, are some trends I mean, and we have to go to a break, so this is sort of like a quick question and we can continue it when we uh, come back. But what would you say are some trends in payment processing? Is it is it the more companies creating or are being created using blockchain? You know, um, what what are some trends that you see for small businesses? Yeah, so there's, I'd say there's, there's a number of, of large macro trends. One is simplification of, of processes. If you look at, um, PayPal, at Square, at uh, Stripe, mm-hmm. at Beam. These are all examples of simpler ways to do something that was difficult to do in the past. That's one theme. The other theme is removal of the middleman, and that's where the blockchain comes mm-hmm. in place. A, a lot of old uh, processes are dependent on middlemen that were essentially uh, existed because the way the infrastructure was built. And they provided mm-hmm. value by being gatekeepers to the way uh, funds uh, moved around uh, from point A to point B. As technology, and in, in this particular case, the blockchain evolves, what you see is that the, there's direct connections from one point to another. The middleman all of a sudden has limited value because they controlled closed-loop infrastructure that they owned and controlled and serviced you know, the, the, the world with it. What you'll see is that is going to be challenged. You're going to see a lot of point-to-point connections with no intermediaries in the middle. Okay. That's another example okay. of a macro, macro trend. Okay. So, so yeah, this is really interesting stuff. So, when we come back, we're going to dig into a little bit more of blockchain and how um, companies like Veeam are really disrupting the banking industry. So, stay tuned. Okay. Voice America Business Network. The bottom line in business. Advance and evolve. Liz Gold, owner of Rhino Girl Media, provides a wide range of services to those looking to get their message out into the world. Her specialty is simplifying the complex, finding the juice in any story, and helping people find their voice. Rhino Girl Media is a communications and media company that promotes the innovative and creative work of business people, independent artists, and nonprofit organizations. For writing, editing, blog posts, web content, press releases, branded content, and consulting, visit rhinogirlmedia.com. Tax compliance can be a pain for businesses, but Avalara's powerful tax automation technology simplifies sales tax and other business taxes with real-time tax calculation and automatic return filing. It's simple to get started because Avalara works inside your accounting, e-commerce, and point-of-sale systems. That's why thousands of the world's best businesses outsource their tax compliance with Avalara. Shouldn't you too? Learn more at Avalara.com. That's A-V-A-L-A-R-A.com. Are you a small business ready to work remotely with a CPA who is passionate and radical? 
New Vision CPA Group is a firm that understands the latest cloud technologies and will work with you for a fixed monthly price. We understand that tax and accounting are important, but the everyday insight into your financial data that helps you make critical financial decisions is priceless. We're with you every step of the way at New Vision CPA Group. Visit newvisioncpagroup.com today for more information. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. You are listening to Let's Get Radical with Jody Paydar and Liz Gold. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-790. You may also send an email to Jody and Liz at letsgetradical.org. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. I'm Jody Paydar, and I'm here with Liz Gold, and you are listening to Let's Get Radical. And before we get started in our next segment, I need to give a quick shout out to Intuit for sponsoring Let's Get Radical. Um, so I'm kind of geeking out here um, because I've really been enjoying this conversation. And um, we've been talking to Marwin Forsley, who is the CEO of Veeam, and he's been telling us all about payments and really global payments. And um, we were just talking over break and he was um, mentioning a trend of how, you know, even small business is really global today. And so, Marwin, do you want to just expand on that about um, what you see small businesses actually doing in the global space? Yeah, I mean, what's remarkable is is how small businesses are able to leverage um, labor and tools that do not exist within the countries that they're in and also get customers outside of their um, ge- immediate geographical area. So, for example, let's say you start a company and you're doing a, a game on your phone. There's a very good chance that the first customers you have are going to be out of Singapore or China, more than the customer being like next door or, or in the U.S. And that's an example of having customers around the world from the start because technology removes barriers. There's no concept of country or or a geographical area within technology that you use. Also, if you're starting a company and you're a small business and you want to have a cheaper labor uh, because you can have different time zones and people work at different shifts, there's a very good chance that you're going to find efficient labor outside of the U.S. that you could rely on to service different markets or to give you a different cost compared to what you have today. And so we're finding that labor markets and access to them is becoming more streamlined. You can leverage support systems. You can leverage technology groups. You can leverage, um, you know, all kinds of services outside of the market that you're in to help you run your business. And the so thing that's remarkable that, is... Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, how does that affect your business in particular as far as like regulatory and compliance stuff? As well, because when I like, because you know, the CPA in me is just thinking like global regulatory rules, and especially when you're dealing with money and stuff like that. So, how has that really impacted you guys too, as far as vetting who you're transferring money to and um, how all that's working? Yeah, we, we are a regulated 
provider in the U.S. Uh, market. Uh, we're a money service business. And so we have uh, requirements that are state by state that we need to follow uh, to ensure that we're moving money to recipients that are KYC. KYC means know your customer. And so we have uh, specific vetting that is required before the funds are transferred. That's, that's part of the regulatory framework that we work with. So that, that's, a, that's, part of the, that's part of the job before we move money. We make sure that the endpoints, the payer and the receiver, are uh, known customers to us. We use tools on the back end to verify that. How long does that process take? I mean, a lot of the tools are automated, and you can yeah. uh, verify customer uh, immediately. There are some cases where the verification takes longer time, but but generally, it, it's a it's a quick process. There's there's a lot of tools in the market that helps you do that. Okay, great. Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I mean amazing. it's amazing to me too because, like, I know that um, just based in my own business as well as the customers that I serve, that twenty percent of our clients have a global piece to them. And to me, we're just, and I say just, uh, right? But um, we're a small CPA firm, right? So there's six people and 20% of our business is dealing with customers who have customers internationally. And in the old days, um, a firm such as mine would never have that kind of global impact that we do. So like I've seen it myself. And so I can only imagine how big your marketplace is because um, Main Street America is doing global business that I don't think um, everybody realizes how much is actually ha- taking place. Yeah, I mean, there's 26 trillion, trillion a year that move on Bankwire. I mean, that's a lot of money. Um, mm-hmm. And that is increasing annually. I mean, we, uh, we track that and global payments is a growth industry and global business in general is a growth industry. And it's sort of counterintuitive to what you hear in the news that, you, you know, the world is becoming more sort of, you know, you, you live and you service in the area you're in. The technology does not think that way. It does not function that way. I mean, there's no concept of boundaries and countries where you, you launch a service and uh, as long as you're able to get paid and you pay your, your the, the, the parties you owe money to, you can do that anywhere in the world. And we don't see that slowing down uh, we see that the the rise of players like uh, eBay and Alibaba and Facebook and um, you know all these players are, are fueling that growth. I mean, the world is becoming more and more connected, um, and so these technologies are fueling that growth, not not the reverse. So what has been the banking community's response to this? Because obviously you're disrupting the old ways of being. And I'm just wondering, you know, what has been their sort of perspective? or Chase take? is not happy. <laughs> well, I mean, I can imagine they're not happy and they're probably cranky about it. But I'm just curious, you know, what, what kind of feedback have you gotten from the banking community about it? Well, so we, we work with banks quite a bit as well. I mean, it's, it's sort of we, we move money bank to banks, so we naturally work with, with the banks. I mean, banks in general understand that uh, there is a problem with bank wire, and mm-hmm. what we're doing is we're providing an, an, a simple alternative to that. And so the, the response comes in sort of different stages. Some banks find what we're doing very progressive and very interesting, and we're in discussions with them to 
introduce this product to their customers. And, and other banks are trying to see like how this will evolve over time, and so they tend to be a bit more cautious. But but in general, the the, the lens that the banks understand that um, you know this particular process needs to be revamped and something new needs to be on the table. And so what we're doing is we're presenting a point of view of that how that next generation payment should be done. Yeah. And and but it's interesting because the the caution, you know, I feel like that's that's something that the CPAs, you know, in Jody and I's world, CPAs are pretty cautious about technology. And so, I mean, I guess that that makes sense, you know. And um, technology is disrupting the CPA for CPA firm, right? I mean, that's that's what Jody really writes about. Um, so it's pretty interesting, huh? And, and, and there's there's different. I mean, every market has early adopters and there's the late adopters. I mean, that's right. generally every market. And so you, you just have to, like, and within the banks, there's early adopter banks that are, like, find, you, you know, companies like Veeam to be progressive and they're very interested in working with them. And there's sort of late, late adopter markets where they're, they're wait and see. The same thing with, I would imagine, with CPA firms, the same attitude exists. I mean, some CPA firms uh, like new technologies and leverage new technologies and push on that, and others are a little bit more cautious and wait for things to be more proven before they do before they take the new technology. So, so does Veeam have an app? So, if I if I'm a small business owner and I'm doing business globally and I want to sign up for you with you guys, how do I go about doing that? Do you have? Can I get it on my phone? You know, what what's the process? So you, you, you go to veeam.com, you, you register online, which takes like mm-hmm. two minutes. Basically, you, you, pro, you provide a username and your email. You, get, you verify your email. You put your uh, profile and link up your bank account. And once that's done, you're ready. You're, you're good to go. So then you, depending on where you're sending money to, you enter the email address of the recipient and the amount of money you owe, and that's it. The, the, money, the, the, the process starts. You can do this on the web. You can also do it on your mobile phone. There, there isn't a native app at the moment, but the, the website is all reactive to the phone. Mm-hmm. So I, I do a lot of the transactions myself on my mobile device. And the experience is simple enough that you can do it on your mobile device and there's no problem. Actually, uh, quite a bit of our users are, are actually doing this on their mobile phone. It's a, it's a significant amount. And so, um, but, but the service is available both on your mobile phone as, as well as on the web. So they can be sending payments, uh, you know, on a beach somewhere, basically. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's really what, that's, if, if you ask me, like, what, what is the, um, when I think of what, what my customers should be doing, um, they should be able to pay their supplier anywhere they want from a beach mm-hmm. or on vacation on a hammock. It should be taking them 30 seconds to move that payment. Like that's to me how payments, especially global, global payments should function. It shouldn't mm-hmm. be this big procedure to move the funds. Yeah, and I would imagine, you know, using a tool like this really sort of frees up people's time, you know, so if you have a person that's sort of dealing with this as their day-to-day task or part of their job, they can now move on to bigger and better things. (laughs) I mean, have you heard that story? Yeah, I mean, now they can actually do more um, because the technology is doing it for them. Yeah, and they're busy people, too. I mean, you know, SMB owners... They're, they're like day-to-day, they're hustling to make sure that their business is, uh, is active and they're servicing their customers. And it's not like they have a lot of resources. So anything that helps them 
become more efficient. That's what they're craving for. Yeah. So, so I'm going to jump back to blockchain question yeah. for you. And I guess my question is, is how did you know like that blockchain was going to solve? So you've been in the banking industry or money movement industry for a while. How did you know that blockchain was going to solve a major pain point for um, a problem that you had probably realized for the last number of years while you were working in transactions? How did you know to go to blockchain for the solution? Well, so it's, it's really interesting because it, it has to do a little bit with sort of my own career history. I, prior to payments, I was very early in the voice over IP industry. And this is like at the very, very early days of voice over IP. And at the time, we would go to telcos and you would ask the telco, uh, hey, it, there's this new thing called voice over IP and you'd be able to do phone calls and video calls on this new thing. And the telcos would say, well, what's wrong with what I have? I mean, you know, the existing phone infrastructure works very well. It scales, it's secure, it's reliable, uh, it's legal. You know, all, all the things that you hear about why something that you have today is, is wonderful. Uh, and then what, what happens from the first phone call on voice over IP, which is like back in like 1988 and 89, like that, you know, many, many years ago, so now, now everything is like on voice over IP. This is like Skype and Vonage and, and all these tools right. that, that exist to communicate on, on a new uh, environment. And so what happened with voice over IP, it's, it's a really good example of how the mm. middleman used to control everything. And, and it used to be like if you're calling, for example, China, it'll be like $10 to call from the U.S. to China. Now it's like $0.10 cents on Skype. And yeah. this is what new technology does for you. And so the, mm-hmm. the same thing is happening in payments. Now it's like really expensive to move money to um, a country and it's because, you know, it's old-fashioned infrastructure and it feels like this complex process to move money to India and it's expensive. And then over time, you'll find that very similar to Skype, you just connect to the receiver and say, you know, here's $10,000 for you and we're done. And it should be simpler and faster and cheaper. And so a lot of, I see a lot of parallels between, you know, what's about to happen in payments and, and with the blockchain compared to what happened with voice over IP. And, and I, I had direct experience with that market. And so the movie is sort of playing again in, in a new technology in a different market segment. Wow. So interesting. It'll be really interesting to see how it all plays out. Um, We're going to take a quick break, uh, but when we return, we're going to continue talking with Marwan around um, payments and Veeam. So stay tuned. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Are you a small business ready to work remotely with a CPA who is passionate and radical? New Vision CPA Group is a firm that understands the latest cloud technologies and will work with you for a fixed monthly price. We understand that tax and accounting are important, but the everyday insight into your financial data that helps you make critical financial decisions is priceless. We're with you every step of the way at New Vision CPA Group. Visit newvisioncpagroup.com today for more information. Advance and evolve. 
Liz Gold, owner of Rhino Girl Media, provides a wide range of services to those looking to get their message out into the world. Her specialty is simplifying the complex, finding the juice in any story, and helping people find their voice. Rhino Girl Media is a communications and media company that promotes the innovative and creative work of business people, independent artists, and nonprofit organizations. For writing, editing, blog posts, web content, press releases, branded content, and consulting, visit rhinogirlmedia.com. Tax compliance can be a pain for businesses, but Avalara's powerful tax automation technology simplifies sales tax and other business taxes with real-time tax calculation and automatic return filing. It's simple to get started because Avalara works inside your accounting, e-commerce, and point-of-sale systems. That's why thousands of the world's best businesses outsource their tax compliance with Avalara. Shouldn't you too? Learn more at Avalara.com. That's A-V-A-L-A-R-A dot com. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You're listening to Let's Get Radical with Jody Paydar and Liz Gold. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-790. You may also send an email to Jody and Liz at letsgetradical.org. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Let's Get Radical. I'm Liz Gold, and um, I'm here with Jody Paydar. And our guest today is Marwan Forsley. He's the CEO of Veeam, which is a next-generation platform that simplifies global business payments. And we've been having a really interesting conversation about disruption of the banking industry and technology and how, you know, uh, Veeam is a, a, pro, uh, a company that helps people pay their make payments cheap, more cheap. Um, <laughs> that came out really terribly, but um, <laughs> so just listen to the show and you'll get a better recap of that. But uh, so, so Marwan, we didn't ask you about Veeam as a company, you know, like how big are you? Where are you located? Um, are you, you know, I think you're probably growing um, considering the, this is a big growing industry. So tell us a little bit about actually the company. Yeah, so Vima is based in uh, San Francisco with uh, multiple offices. We have uh, uh, the main office is, is actually in the, in the downtown San Francisco area. We have an office in uh, Canada. We have an office in China. Um, and we, uh, we, we've been growing the business. Uh, uh, and it's, it's fast growth. We've uh, raised a number of rounds. So we raised about $40 million, uh to date uh, with uh, top-of-the-line uh, investors. We just recently uh, announced our Series B, which was a $24 million, uh raise. We uh, have a number of uh, top-of-the-line investors that joined the company. We have uh, uh, Google Ventures, Kleiner Perkins, um, and Silicon Valley Bank, National Australian Bank, uh, SBI, which is uh, out of Japan. Uh, and so it's a global uh, set of investors, top-of-the-line top investors that participated uh, in the company because they see the growth and they see the pain point that we're solving for. And so they, they also like uh, the growth that we've seen today, that we've had to date. Um, 
The company is uh, all built by a very talented uh, group of people that come from uh, the industry. We all come from Western Union, PayPal, Intuit. Uh, We've all been around. We've all been in startups. We've all been in big companies. And we all have this passion to simplify uh, payments. And not only simplify, I'm talking about like radically simplifying. I'm talking about like Mm -hmm. a very different uh, experience compared to what you do today with Bankwire. And how many people do you have on on your team? I mean, obviously you have you have offices globally, but is it is it um? Can you give us sort of a number, an idea of how many people you have working at Veeam? Uh, so it, it's uh, it's over fifty. I can't give you the specific number. It's yeah. over fifty, and we're growing uh, significantly. I mean, we're we're adding uh, resources. Like I said, we just did a raise, and and this is all in very short period of time. So we're. Uh, at the moment, uh, looking for talent uh, in a number of areas from uh, engineering to sales to marketing to ops, uh, across the board, we're staffing. Um, so this is, this is uh, not the typical sort of general build of a business where you grow uh, in small chunks and incrementally. Uh, we're right. talking about you know, larger deployments of uh, resources and, and larger growth patterns. I mean, so they have a different profile uh, than what you typically see when you're, you know, building a business organically. Yeah, and congratulations for all of that growth. I mean, you guys have been around since 2014, so it's been pretty rapid, I, I would say. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, where do you... Where do you see Veeam going? I mean, obviously, you know, there's a lot going on, more investments. But where do you see Veeam in the next year, in the next five years? Yeah, we're so we uh, we are in 60 countries as we speak. We're going mm-hmm. to be adding more countries, more currencies, um, spending a lot more time on partnerships and integrations with different um, billing and invoicing platforms, so that the payment experience can be done within the current uh, uh, workflow that you have. So, for example, if you're using QuickBooks, you don't need to leave QuickBooks to do a payment. You could do it within QuickBooks. as an example wow. of some of the integrations we're, we're working on. Um, a lot of the use of funds, the, the money that we raise, is really to deploy for acceleration of current growth. Uh, we're on a on a fast trajectory, and we want to keep it going like that. And so, a lot of this money is is going to be used primarily for sales and marketing, and then general growth, general build up, and in, in to get new countries and new currencies. Wow, that's really that's exciting. exciting! Yeah. yeah. So, so for you as the CEO and the co-founder, I mean, what what's a typical day like for you, other than when you're not uh, on the radio? <laughs> um, you know, one of the things that's that's really interesting about about first of all being in a in a startup and especially fast growth startups and especially when you're dealing with a global setting where you have offices in different parts of the world and you're servicing customers around the world, um, there's sort of no time zone. I mean, it's like your your day starts really early with you know Europe uh, type uh, things that you think about and then. And it's really late at night because you're servicing a lot of the markets, uh, you know, in China and in Asia. And so it's sort of, it feels like it's ongoing and it's constant and, and partly it's fun like that because, you know, I'm, I'm used to yeah. a busy environment. And, um, and I find that to be like rather interesting because you're, there's always something 
around the clock. And, and sometimes it, it feels like, you know, when is it going to, when does the day slow down? But, but it sort of doesn't, and partly because of the nature of fast growth yeah. businesses and the global environment. And yeah. somebody's waking up when you're trying to go to sleep. <laughs> well, exactly. And, and, you know, when you have customers around the world, it's, it's you know, you've you got to have the infrastructure to service them. I mean, it's, uh, um, it's their money, and you want to make sure that you're, you're uh, helping them out and making sure that we uh, are staffed to, to service them. And, and so that's all uh, part of the job and makes it fun. So, so um, how can people get in touch with you? Can you just say the website and, and how they can yeah. sign up? Yeah. Yes, yeah, so it's really simple. Uh, I mean, you just go to uh, veeam.com. Veeam is uh, Victor Edward Edward Mary.com, so it's V double E M, and it's it's pretty much all self-serve and self-explanatory. And um, you can also uh, send us emails to sales at veeam.com, and we'll we'll help you out. And but this process is relatively simple. Um, you you register online once you're. Uh, set up with all your basic information, then to send money, y- you just basically enter the email address and the amount and the country you're sending this money to. You can also do it in the U.S. By the way, it's not all international. I mean, mm-hmm. that's our sweet spot. We we operate in 60 countries and we tailor to a lot of people that are doing international payments. But we have customers that use us actually for domestic payments to pay their suppliers here in the U.S., and so we, uh, we, we service anybody that has a payment need. And it's like, again, it's a really simple registration flow. It's all online. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Marwan, uh, for being on the show today. Um, we learned a lot. Everybody, you know, we, you can get to our archives. You can send us an email at Jody and Liz at letsgetradical.org. We're on Facebook. You can listen to us on iTunes and Stitcher. And what else, Jody? Um, leave us some love. So we love <laughs> reviews. So feel free to give us a review on iTunes. Yeah, and make sure you go and you check out Veeam uh, and make your payment process easier. Um, and thank you so much for listening today. Thank you so much, Marwan, for being here. And um, we will see you all next week. <laughs> Thanks so much for tuning in to Let's Get Radical. Please join Liz Gold and Jody Paydar again next Tuesday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. This week, it's time for you to get radical. Let's Get Radical is brought to you by Avalara, sales tax automation for businesses of all sizes. Visit us on the web at avalara.com. That's A-V-A-L-A-R-A dot com. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. 
The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. 